Pa. Could, yeah? I can't sleep. Could, could you tell me a story? All right. Um, I'm sure I can, uh, I can remember a few. All right. How about once upon a time, there was this halfling king, you see. And this halfling king, he was sad. What was his name? His name was... His name was Cecil. Cecil? Yes. King Cecil. King Cecil, that's oh. right. And King Cecil had this problem. He was feeling sad and he asked all of his... Um, his advisors and his subjects, if there was some way that uh, he could uh, stop feeling sad and be uh, and be happier, and one of his uh, subjects had heard about this. Well, it was a legend of a magic ring. Now, I know what a lot of people say about halflings and magic rings, but it's all a load of hogwash. Oh, Mum was saying something about. Someone who kept trying to offer their magic ring to people in the pub. That's an entirely different thing, and I'll thank you not to repeat that in front of her. Oh, okay. So now, Cecil had his magic ring. Yes. Well, not quite. One of his uh, servants was out searching for a uh, a magic ring that would help um, that would help King Cecil uh, stop feeling sad and feel happy. And he searched the land. He searched high and he searched low. And he vowed that if such a ring existed in the world, he would find it. <laughs> but turned up empty. And on his way back to uh, to court, he passed by a a simple uh, silversmith's jewellers. Oh. And he went in there, asked the uh, uh, the owner. What was his name? I think the owner's name was uh, Joan. Joan. Yes. So Cecil jo and Joan. Yeah. So Joan the silversmith. Uh, he said, "Well, I don't know about uh, magic rings, but I do have uh, a very special piece to commission." And he uh, passed over this very simple silver-banded ring, but it had some writing on the inside. Ooh. And the writing said, this too shall pass. What? Uh, well, I don't get it. This was uh, a very interesting thing because when the uh, servant saw this, he, he immediately thought, ah, this could be just what we're looking for. Not magic in your traditional sense, but a change of perspective. So he brought this uh, this ring back to King Cecil, and King Cecil took the ring, was very pleased to see this this message uh, that this too shall pass. He was he felt much better already that you know even if he was feeling sad right now, he knew that it wasn't ever going to go on forever. And so he took the ring, placed it on his finger, and felt an awful lot better. Although, 
As time went by, King Cecil, he was less sad. He got um, positively happy. But this was the thing about this, the message that this ring held. This too shall pass can apply just as easily to being sad as to when you're happy. And so, when he looked at it when he was happy, he felt sad because he knew that it wasn't going to, whatever happiness he had, it wasn't going to last for very long. Now, that that is that's sad. It is, but the thing that one has to remember is that all things in life are varying uh, degrees of temporary. Nothing is permanent in this world, not even our troubles. And so. The way I quite like to think about this story is while there are some things in this world that are very sad, there are none of them permanent. And even if uh, the good things aren't uh, permanent either, that doesn't mean to say that they're any less important. Like, I've told you plenty of times about how when you're a little bit older, I look forward to uh, the two of us being able to stand on the deck of a ship together and sail the world, and I can't wait for that. But by the same token, I wouldn't ever wish to be, uh, well, denied the... uh, the time we have right now because it's always precious because mm-hmm. for that very reason because it's not it's not permanent this what we have right here right now um it's just as precious as anything that is to come or anything that has been before mm. so it is the impermanence that makes things just well it's, in some ways it's it's what makes life worth living, isn't it? We've, we've got all of these things to experience. And even if they come and go, doesn't make them any less important. It's kind of like um, when we go out and build sandcastles together. Hmm. <laughs> the tide comes in, washes them away, we build them back up, don't we? Yeah. And it's not the fact that they get washed away at the end that's the... the the be-all and end-all, it's the time we spent making them. And that's precious time. And it's time I wouldn't rather spend doing anything else. Thanks, Dad. That's a good story. You're welcome, son. Oh! Oh! Story time, is it? That's right. Ah. Your pa been telling you a story, then, then has he? Mm-hmm. What sort of story has he been telling you? Well, um, there, there was this king uh, called Cecil, and he was very sad. So he, so he wanted to look for someone's ring, and he met a silversmith, and the silversmith offered him his ring, and his name was Joan, and he found that if he passed through Joan's ring and put his finger into it, it I made did, him happier. I don't, I don't, I then don't it made him sad after a while. And the point is that things don't that that, that nothing's permanent, but that's okay because it's like being building sandcastles at the beach, but with rings.
This isn't like this. What I was talking to you about. No, 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 dear. No, that, I, I, I explained to him that it was an entirely different thing. Okay, okay. Well, you have a good night, son. Okay. Uh, you do sleep well. Good night, ma. Good night, pa. Good night.